beis hamigdash biyomav is kiilu nechrav biyomav. We all know the Maimah Chazal. If you live in a generation where the beis hamigdash was not rebuilt, it's as if it was destroyed. If we just think about this for a moment. What is that saying? That means that if the beis hamigdash was standing today. The beautiful Beis Hamikdash, and there were Kehanim Ba'avaydosim, Uluviim, Meshiram, Uvezimram, and the Avaydah was going on right now. Yet, according to what we are in this generation, the Umay Sa'olam would go in this year and destroy the Beis Hamikdash. They set fire to it. We tend to think. Hamidish was destroyed. It was a terrible generation, terrible chatoim. Now to bring it back, to bring Mashiach, to rebuild, it's one thing to destroy a base Hamidish, but to build it, we're not on the level to rebuild it. That's not what Chazal are telling us. Chazal are telling us that we are on the level to destroy it. That the base Hamidish is being nechrav, is being destroyed. <coughs> it's not a big deal for the Rebbeinu to build the base Hamidish. All we have to do is not destroy it, and it's built. They say Rebbeim Chasman once spoke before Tkiyah Shoifer, and he spoke to the Olam, and he told a story about when the Tsar of Russia once went on a trip to visit all the cities in Russia. First, he went to Saint Petersburg; that was the capital, and there was a parade and a Kabbalah Spanim. Everybody came out to greet him. The whole streets was. Decorated beautifully to welcome the Tsar. From there, he went to Moscow. Moscow, a little bit less of a city than St. Petersburg. And they had also a tremendous Kabbalah spot, a little bit less. And the next city, each one got smaller and smaller. The greeting. There was one that was daughter of a village where everybody there was peasants and shikurim. And they had a minig in this little town that anytime a new guest would come to the town, they would all gather together and throw stones at him. So the mayor of the town was nervous. The Tsar is going to come. He says he calls them all. He says, "Listen here, you drunkards. There's a guest coming. You never heard of him. He's the Tsar of Russia. I beg you one thing: when he comes, just don't throw stones at him. Don't throw stones at him." So Blaib said, "Said Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Said every Rosh Hashanah, Hakadosh Baruch Hu comes to this world. The Melech comes to visit us. The days of Avram Avinu, the days of the Ovis of Moshe Rabbeinu. What a Kabbalah spawning he got. What a greeting. And every generation it got less. There was the Neviim, but still it was the Kabbalah spawning. Was the Tanoim, the Amiroim, the Rishonim. Each day was less, but still the Rebbeinu came to someone. He said, "What does he ask of us?" Just not to throw stones. Don't throw stones at the Rebbeinu Shalayim. Don't be machrev. Don't destroy. If we don't destroy, that's already building. The very same things that destroyed the Beis Hamikdash nearly two thousand years ago are still here. Chazal tell us the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed because of sinas chinam. Sinas chinam is a real thing. We think sinas chinam means I have to hate somebody for nothing. Nobody hates anybody for nothing. I hate the guy walking down the street. I hate somebody because he insulted me, because he hurt my feelings, or he snubbed me, or maybe he's doing better than me, or for whatever reason I could find to hate him. Why is that chinam? You know why that's chinam? Because all those reasons are about nothingness. They were about our own weakness and our own middas. We have our own onoichias, so we're disturbed if somebody says that he looked that way, he crunched his nose this way, this way, that, and it's all chinam. <laughs> 
It's like one big house of cards. You take out one at the bottom, the whole thing collapses. Most of the things that bring us to this senseless, baseless hatred, the inability to get along with each other, the feeling of resentment, having tainus kseid, we have to keep cheshben. How many people I'm going to fight with? You need a calculator today, something just to keep to keep track. Who owes me an apology? Who I don't owe an apology? He should come to me first. I should go to him second. All of this is chinam. It's all nothing. These are throwing stones at the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. We can elevate ourselves. And sometimes it's hard to work on taking out the sin chinam because that's a tremendous avoider. But we can be moisit in ahava. We can be moisit in taking notice of the other person, seeing what the other person may need. And sometimes all he needs is a good word. A word of chizik to be acknowledged, to make him feel like he carries weight, to let him know that he's there. I saw a maizen, it was an, a certain askin from Eretz Yisrael, a big balchesed, and there was a family who had to travel to Switzerland, the child needed an operation, a serious operation. This particular askin went to Switzerland to help them out. And he came into a hotel there, and he walks in, he sees in the lobby, there's a family from Eretz Yisrael, a father and a mother, and a young daughter, and they are have all their packages, their suitcases are there, in the lobby, obviously waiting to leave, their vacation has come to an end, and he goes over to them, Shalom Aleichem, and he's talking to them, and being the car of them, can I do anything, do you need anything? They're very, very friendly. He goes up to his room, a few hours later, very late at night, he comes back down to the lobby, and he sees this family is still standing in the lobby with their suitcases ready to go. He says, well, something strange. You were here five hours ago. Why are you still here? So he said, I'll tell you. Says, our flight is leaving early five o'clock in the morning. And to stay another night in the hotel is very expensive. So we figured instead of staying the night in our room, we'll check out. That way we'll save on the price of the one night in the hotel. We'll sit in the lobby with our bags. And as soon as it's time, our taxi will come. We'll go back to the airport. He looks at him and says, oh no, I'm not going to allow such a thing. I'm going to let you sit in. You come up to my room, I'll bring up room service. And he got them what to eat, sit, and what to bring. He stayed up with them a whole night till their taxi came so that they should have where to be, where to spend the night. During all this time, he forgot to ask them what their name, what their name is. He didn't even know who they were. A few months later, he's back in Eretz Yisrael, he gets a letter, a chasen invitation, and it's written on it, to the mechutten, and it says his name. As he opens up, says mechutten, and he doesn't know who sent him the invitation, and he gets a phone call, and he calls him up, and he says, I want you to know, he says, I'm that Yid who was in the lobby with you in the hotel in Switzerland. I want to tell you why I went to Switzerland. Our daughter ran away from home, and she ran to Europe, and Rahman al-Islam, she decided she's going to marry a girl. We gathered our very last pennies to come to travel to Switzerland and to do anything we could to convince her to bring her back to Yiddishkeit. It was nothing. All she wanted to do was come back to Yisrael, gather her few things so she can come back here and marry this girl, Rahman al-Islam. We were there for over a week. There were many guests from many different countries. I don't want to even cut the Shalom of Eden. We need... Nobody said Shalom Aleichem to us. Nobody asked us why we're here. Nobody asked us what we need. Nobody paid any attention to us. You were the first person who asked us what we need. You made us feel worthwhile. You just spoke to us. You took an interest. 
On the way back on the plane, our daughter said to us, a yid could take us into his room and stayed up all night giving us what to eat. If that's what it means to be an Erlich Yid, I want to stay an Erlich Yid. And I'm breaking off with this guy. And a few months later, she's a Kala to a Yiddish boy. And we're sending you the invitation because if anybody's the Mechutin at tonight's Chasana, you're certainly the Mechutin. How much we could accomplish a little bit breaking that's also sinaschinam. Ignoring people is also sinaschinam. It's from the same shayrish. These are stones that Rahmanul Atzlan we throw. We can overcome that. A little bit of thought. Let's not be so busy with ourselves. So busy what I need right now, what I need tomorrow, what I need the next day. Just have to make sure I get what I need, I get what I need. A little bit of sima slave, a little bit of attention to what the other guy needs. 